This is National Native News. I'm Art Hughes in for Antonio Gonzalez. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt vetoed a bill aimed at increasing cooperation between state agencies and tribal judicial systems, particularly to get drunk drivers off the road. The bill won approval from 96 percent of the legislature. In vetoing the bill, Stitt claimed it is a wolf in sheep's clothing that hands jurisdictional authority over to the tribes. Among the tribal leaders criticizing Stitt's decision is Choctaw Nation of Oklahoma Chief Gary Batten. He called the veto decision petty and does nothing but hurt public safety. The former chairman of the Mashpee Wampanoag tribe faces up to 20 years in prison for each of three extortion counts after a federal jury convicted him of those and other charges. 55-year-old Cedric Cromwell also faces a maximum fine of $250,000 after the convictions, which also include bribery and conspiracy charges. The jury also convicted the owner of a Rhode Island architecture and design firm. The jury agreed with prosecutors that Cromwell accepted three bribes, including cash, to protect the design firm's contract to build a resort and casino. He's scheduled to be sentenced in September. Two years after it was first introduced, a bill to establish an American Truth and Reconciliation Commission on boarding schools gets its first hearing in Congress this week. The commission is designed to address the ongoing trauma Native Americans suffer from a century of abuse, sexual assault, and forced family separation at government-sanctioned boarding schools. The bill was first introduced by then-Congresswoman Deb Holland. The effort is now championed by Kansas Democrat Sharice Davids, a member of the Ho-Chunk Nation. In addition to the hearing, the House Committee on Natural Resources is taking written public testimony until May 26. The National Native American Boarding School Healing Coalition urges boarding school survivors and their families to submit their experiences to the committee. A group of law professors is critical of a federal appeals court ruling in March that cleared the way for a land swap to create a road through a national wildlife refuge in Alaska. KNBA's Trip J. Krause has more on the legal battle over the swamp. In March, the U.S. Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled 2-1 to one in favor of allowing a road between King Cove and Colt Bay. If approved, the road would cut across the Eisenbeck National Wildlife Refuge on the Alaska Peninsula. But a group of 25 law professors joined environmental advocates and filed an amicus brief in a lawsuit opposing the road. During the Trump administration, interior secretaries reversed a 2013 agency decision from the Obama administration to deny the road. The brief outlines policy and regulatory concerns about that reversal. The law professors say that the Trump administration secretaries did little to prove a need for the road to reverse previous agency policies. They also say the swap violates environmental laws and the Alaska National Lands Conservation Act, or ANILCA. The professors, who represent institutions from across the lower 48, seek an en banc or full court ruling on the decision to allow the land exchange. Environmental advocates say that a ruling in favor of the road would create a cascade of regulation issues on so-called national public lands. For National Native News, I'm Trump J. Kraus. Native residents boosted Arizona's overall coronavirus vaccination rate, according to an analysis by the Salt Lake City Tribune of a recent Centers for Disease Control and Prevention report. The report finds Arizona is the only state where vaccination rates in rural areas outpaced those in urban places. Those areas have a high percentage of Native residents. The CDC finds Navajo and Apache counties had a vaccination rate that exceeds 86 percent through January of this year. Urban areas in the state stayed below 70 percent. Health experts told the Tribune they credit the high rate to effective messaging by tribal health officials urging vaccinations to keep elders and others safe. With National Native News, I'm Art Hughes. 
Exceptional Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by the Albuquerque Hispano Chamber of Commerce's Convention and Tourism Department, providing complete convention and visitor planning services to Hispanic and Native American conventions. Information on convention and tourism services at ahcnm.org. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.